As you will have heard, the earthquakes that recently struck in Turkey and Syria have caused widespread devastation. Thousands of people have lost their homes and the death count, which is currently estimated to have passed 21,000 people, is constantly rising as the rescue efforts continue into the fifth day since the disaster happened. Well, organizations like Médecins Sans Frontières are active in the region, providing emergency aid and medical attention to the victims of the earthquakes. Um, and I'm now joined by Thomas Kaufmann, uh, General Director of MSF Luxembourg, who's here to talk to me about their efforts in the affected regions. Good morning, Thomas. Good morning, Tom. Thank you for coming back on the show to talk to us about this. Thank um, you. The recent earthquakes in Turkey and Syria, uh, people have heard about them in the media, but could you just explain to our listeners what exactly has happened and how has it affected people living in these areas? Yeah. So last Monday during the night, uh, 2, 2 a.m. here, um, local time, there was a massive earthquake uh, close to the region of Gaziantep, which is the south of uh, Turkey. It's a region which is uh, at the junction of three seismic plates, so it's prone to earthquakes. Uh, but this one was massive. It was a 7.8 on the Richter scale, which is uh, an exponential scale going up to 9. So 7.8, it's really, really big. Uh, and then a few hours later, there was a second earthquake uh, from about 7.5 on the Richter scale. And that uh, really uh, um, had a lot of huge consequences in terms of destruction of buildings and, of course, as you said it, of uh, death, pours and uh, wounded people and uh, massive destructions in the region. And it affected... Uh, so the. Um, the, the seismic uh, point was uh, close to Gaziantep in south of Turkey, but it, it affected also the region of northwest Syria, uh, close to Aleppo and Idlib. So how, how big is that area? Do you know that's kind of, you know, how, how, how large of an area are we talking about that's been affected? We are, we are talking about uh, hundreds of kilometers, but mm. the, the, um, the, the earthquake itself was felt like thousands of kilometers away. Mm. But the, the massive destruction is, yeah, let's say around uh, 100 kilometers. We've seen images on, um, on the news of, yeah. of you know, whole neighborhoods that have, have yeah. been uh, brought to the ground by this earthquake. But what's the current situation in these cities that have been hit by, by, the, by the earthquake? Yeah, the current situation is still... So since Monday, so we are Friday, uh, we think that there were more than 1,500, 1,500 aftershocks. So, you know, you have these this huge, massive earthquakes, and then you have the aftershocks, which can still be very violent, uh, like four to five on the Richter scale. So like mini earthquake, but still really felt. And that creates a, a, a feeling of panic also around the population who live there because you, you, you don't know what will, you know, what will happen now uh, in, in, the, in, the, in the hours to come, in the minutes to come. And we hear that uh, in the cities, as you, as you said, uh, buildings are still collapsing. Mm -hmm. from an effect from the earthquake and the aftershocks. And so it's, it's, a, it's a feeling of, 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 you know, of chaos. It's terrible. And what about people um, that live in these cities? What are they going through at the moment? Yeah. They will have lost their homes. Exactly. Would have lost so they've lost their homes and stay with nothing. They have lost uh, families or friends who are deaf or wounded. And then they cannot stay in the house. The one who kept their house, they cannot stay inside because they are too afraid. Of a, of a, you know, of a collapse of the buildings. So they sleep in their cars or outside. And this is where it's really uh, critical to, to provide shelters for, for these people. They don't want to, to go in buildings uh, anymore. And on top of that, um, it's winter. 
it's very cold, so it's quite, it's quite something. And on top of that, also in Syria, where we worked since many years, uh, you have the situation of, uh, of war and, uh, and, 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 and poverty and, and, and already destruction because of the war. So on top of that, you have this destruction from the earthquakes. MSF is an organization that reacts to these kind of situations to provide emergency aid. Um, for, for you as um, head of um, the general director of MSF in Luxembourg, I'm curious, what, what's your kind of process when you hear about something like this? How do you react immediately when, as soon as news comes, like this comes out? Yes, uh, we are actually prepared to such situations. Uh, we deal with such situations since uh, decades now. I mean, like since uh, '86 in Luxembourg, '71 in, 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 in the general for the general movement. So for many years now, we are we are kind of uh, we know how to what to do in, in such situation. We know that what is critical is really uh, the speed uh, of action. So we have different plans prepare in advance for such situations. So we know what to do. We know the process to, to follow. Uh, and this is what we're doing now. Okay. Um, and so what are the, what are the kind of, what are those first steps that you take? What, what are the organizations yeah. that need to be made? Um, yeah. And what's the, what's the most urgent? Kind yeah. Of so you reaction? have two main uh, process to, to, to deal together. Uh, one is really to provide shelters and uh, to provide uh, sanitation, water, whatever is needed by the population. And also, of course, medical support. So this is one thing on the really there concretely. And then on parallel to this, you have to assess the situation. Um, you have to um, project a little bit what could happen also in the coming days and then you assess the needs uh, there of the population and, and this is two processes uh, parallelly done. Uh, MSF uh, works with uh, volunteers on the ground and, and, and local, um, local professionals, staff, yes. local staff. Um, do you have staff in these regions and, 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 and how are they active if, if you do? Yes, we have. So we were working in the northwest of Syria, so the Aleppo government, the Idlib region that I mentioned already. Uh, we had a, around, uh, let's say, uh, between 400 and 500 local staff working there, uh, and then uh, less in Turkey, actually, but uh, mostly in Syria, uh, in this region. And uh, we already lost two of uh, members of our personnel in I'm the sorry, earthquakes. And uh, yes, and many others, you know, uh, have, uh, you know, death poles in their families, wounded uh, members of the families. And so it's difficult for the staff, but mm -hmm. the staff is also, um, let's say, trained and they also want to commit to the situation. So, yeah. So what kind of conditions are they working in at the moment? So right now, as I said, it's really to provide um, shelters, to mm -hmm. provide you know, blankets, food, sanitation, uh, heating materials, hygiene kits, and medical as, uh, assistance to these people. It's also important to um, to take care of the mental health of the population because it's really. Uh, um, I talked actually uh, with uh, with colleagues from um, who were present in Nepal in 2015 when there was a massive earthquake as well, and you know the population when when you are hit by a earthquake. Um, and after the aftershocks, which are, you feel that they won't stop. And mentally, it's very, very difficult. 
because here in our region, not struck by earthquake, we, we know it's, a, it's something mental that you, you know that you know, the ground won't move. Mm. But once you lose this confidence, it's very difficult to cope with. So mental health and mental assistance support is, is also very, very important. Um, I mean, the devastation that, that these earthquakes have caused is huge. The, you know, there are almost entire cities that have been kind of brought to the ground. How long is the fallout of this going to take? How long are people going to be uh, dealing with the effects of this earthquake? And, you know, uh, you were talking about projecting uh, there kind of what, what do you think? How do you think MSF will be needed in the coming months? In the coming months, for sure, we will be very much needed mm -hmm. uh, because a lot of hospitals were destroyed. Of course. So now, you know, we have to develop, uh, you know, medical assistance uh, without hospitals. So that means bringing mobile clinics, uh, this kind of uh, assistance that we know how to do. Uh, and then, of course, the reconstruction will have to uh, to become, to, to begin, sorry, excuse me. And uh, that will take other months and, and maybe years to, you know, to reconstruct. So MSF is uh, is supported by donations from um, from 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 people. Um, how can is donating to MSF the best way for people to, or is it a good way for people to to help those affected in that region? Sure, of yeah. course, it's always important. Of course, we have an emergency fund actually, uh, which is really made for for this kind of emergencies, uh, and of course, we are using it now. And and every uh, donation from people is is very important. is is very critical. Definitely, yes. Um, so, how can people how can people support MSF? Where where do they go, and what's the best? Yeah, well, the the best way to do a donation is is for a, a, a bank transfer, uh, which you can find on our on our website uh, uh, www.msf.lu, and there uh, people can find uh, the the details on how to give. Okay, Thomas, uh, thank you very much for coming in to talk to us. I'm sure it must thank be you, a Tom. busy time for you, and um, I hope that our listeners will um, will 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 take some time to to, to support and to um, to help those that have been affected by this disaster. Thanks, Tom. Thanks, Tom, thank for you. the invitation and also to share that to our listeners. Thank you very much. Thank you.